Welcome to the Green Alps Podcast, where we give you tips and tricks each week to become harder to kill. My name is Luke. I'm the host and an instructor with Green Ops. Today, if you're getting this, the day that it is downloadable is September 11th, and it's a little bit early. It's a Sunday opposed to the Thursday. Uh, we will not be launching a Thursday episode this week. We are specifically wanted to spend time, kind of talk about what 9-11 means to us, stories, uh, things like that. It's a uh, it's a huge moment in American history, especially with people of my generation. You know, you hear people say it's our Pearl Harbor. So I'm joined today by Dexter. Hey, what's up? And Richard, who just installed internet. Hey. And just kind of uh, don't really have anything we're going to talk about specifically, but just kind of talk about what 9-11 means to us, the day of 9-11, what we were doing, things like that. With that being said, it's, I do feel bad kind of pitching stuff, but make sure you like, subscribe, share, and uh, send this over to some friends and things like that. But um, uh, maybe I'm feeling like a little bit this morning, I was watching a lot of 9-11 uh, things, for lack of better terms. The president was speaking up in, actually at the Pentagon, and then there was obviously things going on at uh, New York up in New York City, things like that. And I just kind of was thinking, you know, we're 21 years after 9-11. And it just seems like every year, and I, I guess this is with everything, right? It just gets further and further away from us. Mm-hmm. And you were showing me the, the ad, and I laugh in jest, of the some restaurant semi-local to us that is running 9-11 specials, you know, and like come grab your steak, dinner, and lobster for $9.11 or whatever it was. And maybe that's a little bit too much for me right now, but um, just seems like we've forgotten, you know, how great America was and how we came together during that time. And we've, 21 years later, we are nowhere close to where we were 21 years ago. Not at all. Nope. I mean, it blows my mind that right now there's, fully grown adults who were not born when this occurred but i mean and don't care and and let's be honest they kind of don't care we also pulled out of them we pulled out of afghanistan last year yeah Mm. and so now we've had a year to think about that yeah and so we were we were there for the trade centers Mm. and we pulled out of there and what did we accomplish not a goddamn thing not a thing. Not it doesn't seem like thing. it. I mean, I don't know. I've never been in I mean, the military. I mean, that's the consensus so. among the people who went there. Let's be honest. Yeah. I mean, when that whole pullout was occurring, um, a, a lot of people just felt betrayed. Yeah. They felt let down by their government, I want to say. Yeah. Maybe not the people, but their government. Yeah, maybe, um, not, you know, not the guys and girls that they were there yeah. with. Because there's you know, a lot the, of lives that, well, there's lives that were lost, right? There's people right now walking around with one or two or even three limbs missing that kind of saw what was happening, and they figure it's like, why did I even go there for? Like, for mm-hmm. what? You yeah. know? And it sucks. But uh, I know it's kind of a, it, it sounds like a cop-out, but it is what it is. How is that any different than Vietnam? How is that any different than any other last conflict we've had? You know, and I've heard my, uh, I've talked politics with my father, you know, in years past, right? Or, you know, it didn't matter if it was last week or 
five years ago and hearing some of the stories of them, maybe him at my age going through like even into like the Carter administration and now with this administration all the way through like the feelings that we kind of feel and we talk about privately, you know, they were feeling it at different times. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not mm-hmm. it's not foreign to the older generation, if you will. You know, my parents, they've maybe when they were our age, they were feeling some of this like craziness maybe. that's going on. Maybe I sent an email to the guys that work for me at my full time gig, and it was of uh, post nine eleven um, that October. I think it was October 30th to be exact. Baseball was playing again. We were uh, we were celebrating, or what I would say, celebrating the World Series. The New York Yankees were in the World Series that year, and they played the uh, Arizona Diamondbacks. Spoiler alert, the Diamondbacks won. No. But, <laughs> yes, they did. <laughs> but uh, George W. Bush, president at the time, Throughout the first pitch in Yankee Stadium. I remember that. And there is like a, I'm going to say five minute, it might be four, it could be six, but don't hold me to it. Five minute documentary on YouTube that you can look up, like Bush's first pitch at Yankee Stadium. Mm -hmm. And they talk about the stuff that they were having to go through, meaning all the security just for fans, the security for the players. I mean, they had drug sniffing and bomb sniffing dogs in the locker rooms for the players. They had Secret Service dressed up like umpires mm-hmm. when he was out on the on the field, things like that. But that whole story, it just you know almost brings tears to your eyes at how together we were. Let's be honest, everybody hates the Yankees, me included. <laughs> right? I'm a baseball guy. We hate the Yankees. And you know what? Right? Me included, and I grew up in New York City. Yeah, so you're a Mets guy, right? No. No, <laughs> whatever. Oh, wow. So okay, well there you go. He's he's from New York and he hates the Yankees. Everybody hates the Yankees, and I remember rooting for the Yankees. Yeah. Like we were all one. I don't know if it'd ever be like that again. I mean, it it would take another tragedy. Let's be honest, right? It would take a tragedy that would bind us all together. Well, let's let's be honest. That tra- if there was going to be one, it would probably be from our own doing. At this point. You think so? I think so. Mm. I hope not, but I think so. I think I listen to I a think lot we're of in a weird time. So, like, so I listen to a lot of podcasts, and we we stay very like apolitical on this podcast. But one of which that I listen to is the Tim Pool or Timcast. Mm-hmm. Um, Tim Pool uh, does a political podcast. I listen to him. He talks about civil war all the time, and maybe even that we're there now. Like, we're at the beginnings of it. You know, the shot heard around the world. You didn't know I that was the shot heard around the world until We've been in down the beginnings the of it for a while now. I think, uh, and I, do, I have no basis, no evidence to back this statement up with anything, but it feels like something, I don't know what, but something happened in 2013, 2012. I don't know what it is. But something happened in those two years that, for whatever reason, ever since those that time frame around the our history it's it's just been leading up to this 
what we have now. I don't know what it was. I don't know what it is. So Richard might be the smartest person in the room, although I've never bought a pizza with Bitcoin. So maybe not. Yeah. But yeah. Um, it was very tasty. <laughs> delicious. Pineapples. What else is the terrible stuff you put on a pizza? <laughs> so your thoughts. like, um, and, and so we're same generation. Yeah. Maybe where were you at? What were your thoughts I, like that day? I remember very, very... I can almost see it clearly, honestly. I remember I was in a classroom and um, literally uh, they made an announcement on the PA system, essentially. Like, Where, like, what state? Where were you at? I was in Florida. Florida? Time. Okay. Um, but yeah, no, it's uh, and uh, essentially the PA system came on and, um, you know, they, they announced that they actually instructed all the teachers to turn on, you know, the the, you know the morning announcement system, which you know it was very weird. You know, it was yeah. Very, why? Why, yeah, why, why would, would you do that? Watch TV. Uh, yeah, it, yes. was, it was actually very weird, right? And uh, no, I mean, um, we we actually uh, did see the the scenes, of course, already posted already on mm-hmm. the media, of course. So it, it got scrubbed because you didn't see the individuals jumping out of the building, which we all know really did happen. It's funny you say that. Remind yeah. me about that. I, I will right right after. And uh, no, I I mean, um, I I think. I think it affected, at least for myself, I'd say, in the classmates very deeply. Um, you know, when you think about a country and you think about destruction, right, of of that magnitude, um, it it you know it nobody said anything. Like, I mean, I mean, there's nothing to say, right? It was so I won't say traumatic, but it was such a shock to people that. It, it didn't matter if, you know, nobody was talking, right? Normally you saw some jokers, some of like that, like it, it was dead silence, you yeah. know, everyone, uh, which got together. Um, I remember very vividly too. the recruiting stations. Um, there, there was one actually not too far from my house actually. And I remember young men were piling, I mean, piling to get in there. I mean, it, you probably could get a spot in there if you wanted to. Right? There was people, a giant line. And um, it made me really admire people as a whole that we can really come as a country, um, you know, to, to, doing, to defend against a threat um, that, you know, again, a lot of innocent people, you know, perish that day. Well, it's, it's, um, so like you, I was in school and I got a phone call from a friend saying, Hey, turn on the news. And I was sleeping and he told me, yeah, something airplane flew into the mm-hmm. world trade centers. And I was like, whatever. And you're joking. Hang up. Were you in college? Or, mm-hmm. yeah. I was in college and I got, I got a phone call instantly back. Mm-hmm. Like, no, I'm serious. Get up. And I got up just in time to see the second plane fly into the, uh, world trade centers. And like, not not being able to describe like we were at war right i didn't know it you know and maybe i did but just like this overwhelming numbness of like what is going on like the utter confusion and then not being able to get a hold of family members not mm. that i had anybody in new york but not being able to get a hold of people like mm. that yeah it was just like a different feeling of nothing mm. right a, a feeling of nothing right um, but just like coming together as a country was something phenomenal. Mm. The, the aftermath of it was something that you could probably never predict. I go, I go to rich and myself to tell our stories to ultimately end with you. 
So your story, you were in New York. Yep. Um, blocks away, correct? Six blocks away. Yeah. So talk to me, man. Um, I was actually coming out of my, I went to Bourbon Manhattan Community College, uh, which was pretty, pretty close to the World Trade Centers. And um, I was coming out of my biology class, I believe it was. Yeah, it was biology. And I was just following my routine that I usually do. Come downstairs to the cafeteria. I get myself a cheese danish and a hot chocolate. And I sat down. And this strange woman, never seen her before, sits down with me. And all right off the bat, I figured, okay, this is kind of odd. I'm not sure what's going on because, I mean, nobody that you don't know is usually going to come down and sit with you. And she just kind of sat there with a very blank stare in her face. Um, I said, good morning. How are you? And she just replied with, I've seen this. I saw this in my dream. I knew this was going to happen. I had no idea what she was talking about. I've, so you had you had, not I had no the no, news. no 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 yeah we had what time we had, are you what time are you thinking this is before this was right after the first plane hit gotcha um, right before the second plane hit and and I know that because of, of what I'm about to say so I don't know what she's talking about um, again you know I'm in college and the first thing that comes to my mind I think to myself may I don't mean to be rude but I thought. Maybe a crazy person just got into the campus and she just, you know, she's just sure crazy. It could be any. You're, I, you're I not had even no idea. No clue. Nobody was. No clue. Nobody right? was. So I was like, okay, um, got my stuff, kind of gathered my things. And I said, okay, ma'am, I'll see you later. And she said, okay, okay, be careful out there. And I was like, oh, I, I will. Thank you. And I started walking out. And as soon as I, I got out of the main entrance to BMCC down in downtown Manhattan, I looked up and I saw the first tower on, it was smoking. It was smoking. And it had a lot of papers falling. The papers were just falling out. And, you know, me being a New Yorker growing up there since 86, I thought to myself, wow, this is a really interesting movie they're filming. You know, I, that's that's the first thing that came to my mind. You know, this is not real. This is staged. This is I'm sure. And I think they I think Spider-Man, the first Spider-Man movie was coming out. And I think I said to myself, this must be part of the Spider-Man movie. Right. And I figured, oh, cool. I'm just going to go down, down there and check it out because I want to see what's going on. I want to see how they're filming the movie. And as I'm walking down the ramp, um to the main entrance of my college, I hear this sound and it sounds like a, the only way that I can describe it. And this is because I grew up taking a, the subway in New York city. The only, the only way that I can describe it is it was a sound of a train coming, getting louder, louder, louder. Right. And then I, he, I hear, and I feel almost like a ton of bricks hidden the pavement, very loud, very hard smack. Um, I get startled. I look up and that was the second plane hitting the tower. And I, I don't know the exact distance from where the second plane hit to where I was standing. I couldn't tell you that, but I know what I can. I, I felt the heat of that explosion. You know, when you open your door from an oven and you've set your oven to 480 degrees and you open up real quick because you want to put something in there quick. You get that blast. Mm. Yeah. Boom. That is what I felt. That is the heat that I felt to the point where 
like I had to rub my face because it hurt. Like it was a little light sting. Mm. And that is that is the one thing that, well, one of the many things that sticks with me to these to this day, how high that heat needed to be to come out of the opposite side of that building where the plane hit. And I stopped in my tracks as I was coming down the ramp. And I, th- I thought to myself, I was like, this is, all right, this is not right. This is, this is not right. And, and here's the crazy part. I didn't hear any sirens until that second explosion. I don't remember hearing sirens until that second explosion. Once the second explosion hit, once I felt the heat of that second plane hitting from whatever distance I was, then I started to hear the sirens. And I hear sirens every day. I've heard sirens growing up since the eight, since the 80s, right? Late 80s. I know what sirens sound. The amount of sirens that were sounding that morning, that day, it just hit me. It's like, and I thought to myself, okay, this is pretty big. I've never heard that many sirens in the city. I don't know if I'm pretty sure other people can attest to it that they were there. And I thought, okay, I'm going to go back up to the main courtyard of my college. So I walked back up to the main courtyard. Um, and I had, a, I think I had a Nokia flip phone, no internet on it. I don't think I had internet on it. I didn't even have a camera on it. Um, oh, I, I don't know why I remember this fact. I had just lost my attachable camera down to the bottom of the phone. Um, and I go upstairs to the main open courtyard and everybody starts coming out. Everybody starts just watching the towers smoke. <clears throat> and, uh, we were, we were just watching a lot of stuff coming out. <laughs> there was a lot of people jumping out of the building. And one girl screamed out and she said oh my god those are people and one thing that they don't show um that they didn't uh i don't think you'll find this video online as much anymore but there were groups of people holding hands um there were groups of people holding each other and they were jumping out and i thought that it was just people pushing out furniture pushing out a lot of stuff but uh, the one girl that screamed out and she said, those are people. Oh, my God, those are people. That's when I realized that there were groups of people holding each other, jumping out of the building. And that's the one thing that really sticks with me to this day. That sucked. <clears throat> yeah, I mean... I mean, the event, we're at 9, right, 1911, actually, yeah. but um, the event, I mean, it, it it's crazy, and we were literally downstairs talking like, hey, do we want to come up here and just make a quick podcast about this type of thing? And I'm glad we did. Um, it still means a lot to a lot of us, and I feel like sometimes there are people that will run a special 
a nine eleven special so we can get our yeah our ribeyes and yeah. our lobsters and and, and you I know what that's that's great. And some people for, may think, oh my, how, how could they? But like, <clears throat> you know, I think we have to be realistic. Eventually, this is going to get farther and farther away, and eventually, it's they're going to have sales and gonna do that stuff. And you know, it's weird because we. But that's Labor Day. Yeah, but that's we talk, Memorial Day. That's Veterans Day. That's, but here's the thing: that's we, Fourth of July. That's back Black then, we Friday. talk about this. I don't and think we that's actually 9/11. we actually made jokes about this. Not uh, very back then with with me and my friends before I joined the military. It's like, oh, you know, ten years from now, twenty years from now, you're going to be having like sales. It's just, I think. I think that's just the normal course of how how we are, you know. I mean, eventually, uh, yeah, but eventually people people kind of go through it. But you know, it is what it is. We're human. Yes. Yep. So, so uh, Rich, last words. No, I think it's uh, you know um, I think it's important for our nation to always remember those that have fallen and um, honor those. Um, and, and just yeah, just keep keep in mind because uh, exactly that what Dex is saying, and as you said also, Luke, you know, uh, we get farther and farther, but we, we, you know, those are not, those are not just names, um, but those are people's fathers, uncles, cousins, wives, you know, um, moms, you know, every everyone from first responder all the way down to you know the, the people that went overseas to fight for our freedom. Um, I think I think it's just really important to keep that in mind. Absolutely, Dex. Anything else? Uh no, that's. That's it. Talk about this. All right. So usually this is the time where I tell you to go to green-ops.com and come train with us, but now's not the time. So um, instead, I want you to honor the people who have sacrificed, right? There was people that passed away on 9-11. There are people that put themselves in harm's way after 9-11. Um, you got the first responders. You have, you know, a plethora of people. So honor them today. Don't go get your four ninety nine steak sandwich, <laughs> um, but uh, honor those people. It's a uh, it's a huge day in American history. Um, so make sure you are you know honoring the ones that were there, and there was a lot of heroes that day and every day since. So make sure you honor them. With that, mom, love you. Everybody else, talk to you soon.